This is a HeadGum Podcast. So we were about to start recording the episode, then we randomly got sucked into an episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, <laughs> which who knew that was still on TV? It's got a new host, too. He, Where's the Reege? Yeah, Reege has not been on there for a long time. Really? I must. I, that was like the hottest fucking show. That was the biggest game show. Like, when I feel Lost like, was on. I feel like everybody tuned in for that. It was always... Well, At least white families. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> that was part of our quote-unquote culture. <laughs> Sitting down and watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Um, I want to be a millionaire. Yeah, have you ever seen anybody win? They drop that confetti? Uh, yeah, I think I have seen a, a winner every once in a while. Like one time I saw it. You know, they've made some changes. They yeah, they they got rid of phone a friend. And now because it's uh, they can't afford. plus one. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going to a wedding or something. Like <laughs> They have them like in the studio instead of like doing the fake phone call. I yeah. guess that was too much money. <laughs> <laughs> also, like you pointed out, it's like they're trying to fill like a word count for like an essay every time they're trying to answer a question because yeah. they're like saying so much shit, reading it over and over and over again. They have to like work out their thought process like they're showing their work for math. <laughs> like that's what's happening. Meanwhile, if it was like me up there, I'd be like, C, final answer. They asked a question about pickles, and Rachel oh was, God. like, there for it as soon as the answers were even up. Bitch. <laughs> I could have won at least 10 grand. Yeah. But then they throw out, like, I wouldn't know what to research. Like, I always wonder, like, how many months do people prepare for Jeopardy? Yeah. Or, like, is your whole life preparing for Jeopardy? That's a lot. I can't commit. I don't know if I could do Jeopardy. No, I used to love I that. I could in never school. do Jeopardy. Are you kidding me? When you had Jeopardy right before an exam, like the exam was yeah, the next day, and so yeah. you played review. Like that was so fun. I loved review games. Me too. Because I'm one of those people that like I do well when I have somebody quiz me. Yeah. Especially like just memorizing things. Mm-hmm. Like oh my god, all two oh six bones. <laughs> Episode two oh six. It's gonna it's happen. Coming. Get your tibulas fucking ready, bitch. (laughs) Anyway, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel. And what are we even drinking? We're just drinking Trader Joe's coffee today. Nothing special. We have Joe. Yeah, he's here. Joe is ready. (laughs) I don't know. Do you have a fact, actually? Oh my god, I don't even have a fact. All right, right, well, the fact fact of the matter is there's a rumor, a myth going around where if you add a little salt to your grinds when you're brewing your coffee, it's supposed to cut the bitterness. I think it's for weak people that can't handle coffee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but apparently, like, Alton Brown like swears by it. Oh my god. And I've seen them try it on BuzzFeed. So maybe next episode we should try it. Wow, corporate America trying to infuse sodium into our diet even more. Wow. That's that fucked could up. Be it. Squeezy, Squeezy even hates, hates sodium. sodium. <laughs> Actually, that's a total lie. He is the biggest fan of sodium. <laughs> well, shit. Should we try? I think it's like a tablespoon. Oh my god, really? I, I thought you meant like a sprinkle, <laughs> like just a pinch. I actually have no idea. I totally <laughs> could have made up that measurement. <laughs> it's actually a quarter cup. <laughs> Two parts salt to one part coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, is that not my body? Is that not my geolog- geological <laughs> biological form? You are a mountain now. The like, makeup. What? Are you? <laughs> I, bitch, I'll move mountains. It's this tit. Um, anyway, oh, shit. So, what's on the docket, bitch? Well, you know, we missed... It's been a while. Yeah, we were gone. We're here now. You know, it's just the way it is. And in that time, I think the a government has fallen apart, pretty much. 
We're not going to talk about That's it. That's becoming be- a day-by-day process. Honestly, like our show would be like five hours long and we wouldn't talk about anything else if it was just politics. I know. It's too much. But uh, fucking Milo, he and Fuckulous, he got his book canceled. He did. Oh yeah, and he also oh god, it was like he's losing contracts. Left yeah, and he's right. losing contracts left and right. And wasn't it something about like pedophilia that like finally did it in for yeah. him? As if like the other things weren't bad enough. The main criticism I've been seeing on my Twitter is just like people being like, you know, he was very transphobic, and like this is where you draw the line. Which obviously pedophilia is also disgusting. Yeah, too. exactly. But not, it's like goddamn downplay that. Like we knew he had some bad opinions, you know. Goddamn. But basically there was just like some video that was shown where he was just kind of saying that a relationship between like a very young boy and an older man is like not that serious you know what I mean and like that we focus too much on child abuse I was like okay who who are you like honestly he just needs to fucking leave and you know it just I was thinking about this earlier because you know that new show fucking Riverdale which we're not watching because a cast member but like yes but they're doing the thing that, like, all these, like, young adult shows do where it's, like, a teacher sleeping with a student and it's, like, framed as, like, sexy and not... That's so stupid. ...alarming. <laughs> like, <laughs> terrifying. Let's not normalize that. Like, I read those Pretty Little Liars books. Yeah. And in the book, the teacher that sleeps with the student gets fucking arrested. Wow. Okay? And then he's gone. Wow. And on the show, he's still there. And <laughs> I think they're very much in love. Like, it's I a lot. I pop into, like, the episodes every once in a while if you watch one. I'm going to be like, watching it when it comes back because I want to see how they end it. Because I yeah, just need to know everything, from my own brain. Everything ending. I know. Base Motel, Vampire Diaries. <sighs> I need to catch Pretty up on Liars. Base Motel, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch that. You've never even seen it. No. It's really good, though. I I'm just sure got I got mad because I got spoiled on something that like technically can't really be a spoiler because I think it happens in Psycho, you know. <laughs> so it's like okay, but I was just mad, so I stopped watching. But I want to watch now that it's the final season. Apparently, well, we're right now we're just like face first into Vampire Diaries, and it's been wow. wonderful. So many Ron Pope songs, Ugh. so many Frey songs. No they matter how much would have I, such a lit soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, no matter how much I like shit on it from time to time, it's still like a fantastic show. I love it's it great. so much, and it, it will always hold a big special place in my heart. Bitch. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I just like any show. It could be a show that I don't even care about. Yeah. I still cry every time they're on like the final episode and they like tie things up mm-hmm. and like just start pulling all of the nostalgia. Like it doesn't even matter if it's a show that I really care about. Like I know I'm the exact person that they want in their audience because <laughs> I just weep when I'm supposed to when the music the music the music the music is a plan when, I cry when the Gilmore Girls revival ended how were you? oh that was different <laughs> I actually just watched a video and it was like top 10 things we didn't like about the revival and, and it, it was, was just like, basically all of what we said yeah that episode was that was something to but I still want to rewatch it because I, I think I need I need to do it again, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't just have it that one sleep-deprived night. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, I wanted to bring up two things that are, like, news things that are laws, but not bad, like, government This is things. good news. Well, one of them's just dumb, and it's Pennsylvania, so, hey, I want to shit on Pennsylvania. <laughs> but the other one Classic is cool. Chris's brand. <laughs> that is my brand. It is. <laughs> well, Pennsylvania passed a law that 
when you pull up to a stoplight and like there's nobody coming like like a red light yeah a red light that like you can go and that it will be legal and like the it's so vaguely worded they're like if you deem that it is a safe time to like use the intersection while red then you can go which is like gonna cause one more accidents. I, two, my car accident that I was in was because someone ran a red light. Yeah, and like anybody that runs a red light now is gonna be like, oh well, I thought it was like a good time to go, and the yeah. cops are gonna have like such a like a horrible time. Are dealing there cameras with that. though? Probably. Well, I mean, like even if it's red though, like the law says that like you can go on a red light. That's tricky. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. It's really, really funny. I wouldn't stupid. expect anything less from the Groundhog State. <laughs> I mean, you already got the potholes to like swerve around. So <laughs> there's so much happening on those streets. Like you're better off in a horse and buggy, like half the state <laughs> does anyway. <laughs> People watch the fuck out for the horse and buggy. You know? Yeah, you step aside for those horse and buggy. <laughs> they, they have like an entire lane. You you don't even know what Pennsylvania is. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then the other thing was that I think it's in Ontario Canada. that there yes, Canada. So not Pennsylvania or not Pennsylvania, not the US. I got gotcha. you. Um they are going to be introducing like financial literacy like as a mandatory like class thing you go through in grade school. What age? I I think it was like middle or like early high school kind of time frame. But, like, it's basically, like, taxes and mortgages and, like, all of that shit that, like, you should learn how to do. Yeah. But it, like, they're going to make it, like, mandatory for every student to learn. Which That's is, what everybody always complains about is that you yeah. didn't learn how to do any of this tactile shit that you need to know. I, I just thought that was, like, really cool. Yeah. And I wanted to bring that up because I wish I had learned, like... Any of that. I still couldn't He's tell you. He's getting so jazzed. He's shaking the whole fucking couch. I couldn't tell you what a 401k does. You know what I mean? We still don't know. <laughs> Who is she? Why is there 401 Ks? You know? <laughs> my band. <laughs> and my brand of Kellogg cereal. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> so, it's fucking hot. Mm. The weather. Hot as... Bothered. It's actually not that hot here. Hot and bothered. But it was like the one day... Oh, my God. So, I had like my therapy again, finally. Pray... No, yeah, you went Thank back. God. <laughs> so you made it. She's good. Um, but that day in particular it was like a super sunny day, not a cloud in the sky, oh and God. everyone in the waiting room was like, "Oh my God, I saw sun, and I just couldn't even believe what was happening." <laughs> and there were people being like, they were joking. They're like, "I couldn't even tell you what this weather is. Like, what is <laughs> what is sunlight? You know?" Which I love. I love that we're all on the same in page this together. Yeah. But I, I guess I didn't realize, like, I guess it is kind of early for it to be already getting so warm. Yeah, for the past, like, Feb. I would say, like, for the past, like, at least five years, maybe decade, like, spring has been coming earlier and earlier. Now spring, like... Spring on the East Coast, though, fuck, I would never want to deal with her again. Yeah. That was the worst. It starts now in February when it doesn't technically start until March and, like... Now we're kind of getting to, like, April-ish kind of weather by the end of February. I know. It's fucked up. It's really fucking it's, When you're in the East Coast, it's like, one day it's 50, the next day it's 80, the next day it's 70, but raining. Like, you have no idea what's happening. Your allergies are all over the place. Your Bugs. wardrobe is all over the place. True. Oh, my God. It was so stressful to dress for school, like, the second semester of college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think 
now being here, I could never live in a place that didn't have like the gradual change in temperature that we have here. Like I know that like pretty much honestly from, for a while it's very much the same. Yeah. Like from the end of like September through like Feb uh, through February, I can have a sweater and pants and I know that like I'm gonna gradually you might need a better jacket. Yeah. (laughs) And waterproof elements are required. Exactly. But other than that, I mean fuck. I mean it's not we we're weird though. Like most people would not want to live in a fucking grey, rainy ass, cold place. And like I totally understand. Because let's be honest, like even now I really look forward to spring because like i love fall still and fall still rank is my fave season for many different reasons yeah but winter used to always be like my second but now i think spring is kicking its ass because winter here is basically just fall 2.0 and by the end of it you're just like all right i would like to go outside again yeah you know i like also (laughs) just like because we're farther north so it's like less daylight even more than what we had in pennsylvania that bugs me but, but like, spring here is just like if you're ever going to visit Seattle, I would highly recommend coming in the spring. Yeah, it's summer. Gorgeous. I mean, it's going to be hot. Like spring is pretty good. It's less humid here. Turns out I moved to a really dry place. I didn't know. Yeah, the dry and the dark really has we can decreased the winter. We'll stop being able to use the humidifier every day, which yeah, will be exciting. Thank God. I'm. I like it now because like. In the like fall and winter, like I was really jazzed for that time of year on the East Coast. But then, just like by the time I hit my birthday, after that, I was like not looking forward to like anything until like September. I know because it gets so hot in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I don't like spring there at all, and I didn't like summer there at all. Like it doesn't need to be a hundred and ten degrees. Just like, after we were throwing that? boiling water into the air and it was freezing. Yeah, like it's a lot <laughs> here. It's like a smooth eighty. And, like, that is fine for me. That's about as hot as I ever want to be, honestly. That's how I feel. 70 is honestly the ideal. (laughs) I don't want the temperature to be above my body temperature, you know? Whoa. That's my rule of thumb. Yeah, I don't even (laughs) want it to be close to that at all. Yeah, that's my top limit. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Shit. So, I guess maybe we should talk about that whole PewDiePie thing. That oh kind my of god. Happened. It's over. <laughs> She's gone. It's over, but... We were going to talk about it on the fucking day that we were going to record, and then I got a migraine and was like, I'm not dealing with this shit today. <laughs> we can't handle this right now. So, I mean, to sum up what happened, I mean, I'm sure we all know what happened by now. So, he made, like, a prank video where there's this website, Fiverr, where you can pay five bucks to do anything, and so he yeah. made these two dudes say death to all jews or hold up a sign that said that yeah and then he made like this guy that impersonates jesus to say like hitler wasn't that bad or something like that yeah 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 yeah. and obviously it was a joke i put in quotes whatever i'm sure he didn't really mean you know <laughs> i don't know Do i think he hates jews no. no i don't but it's like in this climate especially this political climate where we're seeing swastikas everywhere and we got nazis running around let's not let's just not that's my rule of thumb and so the whole point was that like he was trying to prove that like the media will get on a witch hunt about anything yeah and they'll take what he said out of context and like they did take it out of context which is like you get the point of the experiment like i understand what you're doing but you what's with all these fucking youtubers i got a social experiment i'm gonna grab this woman's ass like can we fuck off i know right (laughs) like i'm sorry that's one genre of youtube that could just go (laughs) 
But like, but I get it. Like he's critiquing the media, and yes, the he could have picked can be trash. Okay, he could have picked literally anything else though to be like take this out of context. Yeah, you know let's what I mean? use another example just because currently and historically it's kind of fucked up. Exactly, and I just the thing that bugged me it was like. Of everybody, like all the big YouTubers, were immediately in his defense because they, you know, were in agreement that he was just trying to prove that the media is fucked up. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, that's true. But it just bugs me that, like, people just, like, think that these jokes are not insensitive. You know, like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, but, like, it's not funny. It's really lowbrow. Like, I was getting more clever anti-semitic jokes thrown my way in seventh grade (laughs) like it's not funny it's just immature like super low intelligence comedy you know and i'm just that kind of degrading stuff is not funny in 2017 anymore like and if like you think it's edgy and cute then you've obviously never had to endure anti-semitism or have relatives in your family that are holocaust survivors like it's not fun i don't know (laughs) yeah exactly it's obviously you could have used any other joke to kind of make that statement i don't know and you could have like fake endorsed trump or something i've seen people do that and then the media actually picks it up and they're like blah 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 is tro tro prump (laughs) you get me i can't even say his fucking name (laughs) exactly nobody wants to say he who must not be named which yo all right so i'm in deathly hallows right now i'm actually about to turn the page onto the battle of hogwarts okay but it's finally relevant for them to not save Voldemort. the whole time i thought god damn they are so annoying with this and now he actually like sends people because he's got like a google search on lord (laughs) Voldemort. control f on these airwaves you know what i mean yeah so he's (laughs) seo he's search optimizing the use of Voldemort. Google. Fuck. But anyway, Chris is like mad because I was like gonna keep reading and he was like, Rachel, you can't read the chapter about Snape unless I'm home and in the room to like watch you read it. <laughs> so yeah. Basically like from here on out, like I wanna be present when you read this. I know. So I can get your reactions. And also I've been mad because you've been like savoring like reading like one page every week because you don't want it to up. end. <laughs> it's like- <been> more than- <laughs> It's kind of true. <laughs> I get it. You don't want it to end because it's so fabulous and you've joined now the Harry Potter trash that we all are. It's not my fault that you're taking 11 years to finish Phoenix. <laughs> I get it. It's your least fave for some reason. No, I- it's not. <laughs> what is your least fave? I forget. Uh, I guess I'd have to say Goblet of Fire, but I don't know. Oh, I still I love like Goblet that Fire too. too. Like, I don't like picking my least fave. At this point, I don't have a well, least Well, I mean, if you want to count Cursed Child, that's obviously my least fave. Yeah. Oh, so I finally got to be in on that one theory with Fantastic Beasts and Grindelwald and Harry Potter. Yeah. So, do you want to explain what that theory is for people that have not oh, yeah. it or seen it's that just... one Reddit post? <laughs> It's just that uh, Ariana Dumbledore was apparently an Obscurus based off of her the description. description in the Deathly Hallows. Yeah, and how like they describe what that is in Fantastic Beasts. So the theory is that 
she was in Obscurus first when like Grindelwald and Dumbledore were all young, yeah. and so then Grindelwald knew how to make them like, essentially make them happen. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like a young magical child that tries to suppress their magic because they don't want to have the magic, but then it eventually explodes out of them and like and they're bad. Yeah, and they turn into this weird smoke monster kind of thing. Yeah, so then he does they that. They break all of New York it's exactly. Fine. He does that to that kid in Fantastic. I don't even remember his name, honestly. Yeah, I and I just Ezra know, Miller. Yeah, and Colin Farrell. You know, he was yeah, just, he's just telling Classics. Ezra to fucking be an obscure, basically. And so, who knows how that's all gonna play out? But it's definitely all gonna lead up to like Dumbledore Grindelwald. V. Grindelwald. Yeah, that's definitely gonna ha- be like. I wonder the if they'll cover Ariana's story, like. Yeah, I hope so. I'm just really curious as to how the fuck Newt is gonna, like... Newt is, like, they just used him as a vehicle to tell this bigger story that they've always wanted to cover, but why the fuck did they do that? They could have just been, like, you know, what was it, Batman versus Superman? They could have done Grindelwald versus Dumbledore. And, like, did that whole story. And then they have a Fantastic Beast movie with actual beasts. Yeah, they should have just done Fantastic Beasts as just a separate thing. One thing, because they're going to name this whole series, like, Fantastic Beasts and blah, 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 blah. And it's going to be Fantastic Beasts and how Dumbledore killed Grindelwald. Like, (laughs) it's not... It doesn't fit at all. One bow truckle there. And if they didn't have, like many fantastic beasts in this first one i can imagine how little they're going to be in the following one that was my biggest complaint it's like you go in that one room where he's conserving all of them yeah they have the obscurus in the back i would like be so interested in like him actually discovering all of these beasts i guess that might be how he you know he has an obscurus so like he was able to like contain it contain one or something so maybe he plays into it somehow i still have a theory that like he like dumbledore's one claim to fame is that he like finds a whole bunch of uses for dragon's blood i think it's 12 and so i think he's gonna work with like newt to like do that so we're gonna have like a flashback or a flash it's just in the forward it's just in the present that's my theory because i get really confused on the timeline because i forget how old like dumbledore really is and all this yeah whatever either way i'm almost done guys yeah i know it's very sad and then when we get to watch the movies and finish the Lego game. <laughs> I know. I'm excited mostly to finish the Lego game. Because that game is so fun. Mm-hmm. It's sad. I understand. Yeah. I just, like, I've literally been reading, like, one chapter a week. <laughs> it's fine. So you saw this list of oh. foods that were fake or something? Like- okay. I found this article, and it's basically, like, how do I even access, like, bookmarked articles? That's a great question. But, like... <laughs> BuzzFeed, what While I you? figured this out... No, it's just, like, on my phone. Oh, you know what I mean? oh my god, yeah. Safari, like, I have so much trouble, like, functioning Safari on my phone. Yeah. I can't find anything. <laughs> yeah, and I am gone. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> this was an article on Business Insider. Ooh, the inside of the business. Yeah, and it was eight <laughs> popular American foods that aren't what you think they are, so they got me. They got Ooh. me with that fucking title. You know, we love these kind of, like, conspiracy, like, the fucking companies are screwing you over kind of thing. I like. love it. So, <laughs> the first one, because I just thought this whole article was interesting and I want to talk about it. So, I had already heard of this one before, but wasabi that you find when you're getting, like, sushi and other things okay. is not real wasabi. They say about 99% of all wasabi sold in the U.S. is fake. Wow. Fake news right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> they say it's actually just a mix of horseradish, heart, heart mustard, hot mustard, and green dye. 
Interesting. Because apparently wasabi is difficult to grow and really expensive. So is wasabi just like... It's a plant. It's a plant itself. It's the ground okay. up, like, not the stem, but yeah, the stem. The stem of the plant. They, like, gr- okay. grind yeah, it, it or yeah. grate it like ginger, similarly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, like, just spicy. <laughs> <laughs> and it says it costs $160 a kilogram. So that's why they just use this fake shit. I mean, I don't really even use wasabi, so. <laughs> I do a little bit. But, you know. Um, okay, this one grossed me the fuck out. Um, this is lobsters. Any, anytime seafood is involved, I'm already See like... See me out of this. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. So, not the lobster when you're like at Red Lobster, incidentally, and they show it like in the shell. Like, that's obviously a real lob. Like, <laughs> Is it though? Well, it is. But, there, you know when you get like lobster mac and cheese or anything with just like chunks of it? Yeah. They say it's not actually real lobster. They use this other crustacean that is essentially a big hermit crab. Wow, that's... Which just... It got me. It got me. You know? It's like, I get it. Like, I'm, it gets, it's probably a popular, you know, shellfish to eat in, like, other countries, and it's probably not, like, gross or anything, but it's just, like, the fact that you think something's lobster and it's actually, like, a hermit crab situation is that part puts me off what i want to know is like (laughs) is it like technically like scientifically a like breed of lobster because how do they get away like how do they get away with calling it a lobster whatever if it's maybe it's like it's because that genus or something word for it in spanish means little lobster okay so i think is that's how you pronounce it oh okay i've heard which i know that's like a fish not a fish a shellfish a crustacean oh my god people have eaten before and it's not like new but it's just like the idea that it's not what you think the fish is like when you get like you think you're getting red lobster like yeah like when you or like when you get i don't know like something and they just give you like really shitty like white fish that's not mm-hmm. whatever i don't eat fish anymore so it's fine <laughs> okay so kobe beef i don't honestly care about her parmesan cheese okay so you we know all know parm- that fucking green shaker is shady that, as fuck that craft green shaker is fucked up um so it basically contains an anti-clumping additive made of wood pulp um and it still clumps though. Like, who the fuck are they kidding? It's like, like you know the one that you get where it's literally like sticks of parmesan. Yeah, that's where I, I don't even like that anyway. Like, if you're gonna get parm, like you go to your deli counter and you just have them grate you off some, and then it comes in like a little container. And yeah, then it's I used good. to fucking do that all the time when I worked at the cheese stand. Yeah. So the kind that's in the can though, that's the little sticks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that means, and it's true that stuff does not stick to each other. So, uh, okay. you know, that's cool. Apparently, it's a safe additive that you can eat, like, two. So is two, that what the fucking of. yoga mat thing was that yeah. it was in the fucking Subway According sandwiches? According to cheese technologist Dean Summer. That's oh crazy, God. Dean. <laughs> I want my job to be a cheese technologist. Apparently, truffles are also fake. If it's, like, telling you that it's truffle oil at some shitty restaurants. Like, not all restaurants, obviously. But, like, unless they shave them in front of you and they just tell you something's, like, a truffle oil, it could be, like, fake truffles because they're obviously really expensive. So, like, when you get a place that's, like, selling you cheap, like, truffle oil fries or something, like... Didn't, like, a fast food restaurant used to do, like truffle oil fries or something i thought so i'm not sure it'd definitely be fake that was true this next one bugged me though because i knew about this but it's olive oil is usually fake 
Like, not all of it, but, like, you have to make sure that what you're getting is real olive oil because a lot of the, they what they put into it is, like, soybean oil, peanut oil, and sunflower seed oil, which, first of all, if you have, like, a Whoa, nut allergy. Yeah, I was just going to say, peanut oil, like, fuck. I mean, all of those are nuts. Well, except for the soybean, but peanut and sunflower seed. Wow. So that's not good. Um, but what happens is, is some olive oil that can contain rapeseed oil apparently has like a poisonous toxin in it that can like be cancerous like if you have it like over time so like just make sure you're reading the ingredients and getting it from like a good source as i would say you know get your good olive oil (laughs) and honey which if you buy the honey that's like in the fucking bear yeah (laughs) most of that is actually just corn syrup yeah. So, and, like, probably coloring, too. So, like, if you're going to be buying honey... Well, first of all, like, I still am on the fence about the whole honey thing. Is it good for the bees? Is it bad? But basically, the general gist is if you're going to be buying honey, you buy it from a local beekeeper. Yeah. Because that's the most ethical way, and it's the best for the bees. Yeah, so. there was that one lady that was in the uh, Pike Place market that just has a whole... All the honey. All the honeys. Like, she had so many different flavors. Every flea market we go to, like, there's someone... There's always here. somebody that is selling honeys. Yeah, and, and I'm here for that and, like, different jams. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the jam sellers of America, <laughs> you know? Because I would honestly be doing that. I feel like one of these days I'm just going to become in that canning bitch. That's going to be me. Yeah. That... A local farmer's market, I've canned my own I mean, own you pickles. know those fucking jams, they're not going to have, like, just, like, 90% sugar in them, because I'm sure it's, like, what, like, Smuckers. With a name like good. Smuckers. <laughs> Fuck. We say that to each other, like, all the time is randomly. It's really weird. <laughs> it's a lot. It means advertising is really seeped. <laughs> seeped in. God damn it. Uh, so something else that you saw that is kind of terrifying is that phones might be doing some face recognition kind of bullshit in the future. Oh, the new iPhone. Is There's, like, all sorts of rumors about, like, what features it's going to have, the iPhone yeah. 8. And one of the big things is that they're probably going to be getting rid of Touch ID with your fingerprint and just replacing that with facial recognition software. Okay, listen, they really need to fucking stop taking away buttons and shit, because, like, you already are down to, like, one. Wait, it's one, two, three, four. Four you got, buttons. You got four buttons four on Four buttons here. and a slider for the volume. I think... I think we're good. Like, I don't think... I don't want my phone to be any thinner, first of all. Like, I think that the 7 is a good thinness. And yeah. so, I don't know if this is... It's got a good hand feel, I must say. Yeah. Even the, case... The, the smoothed sides, they're great. Smoothed. The just only like things that, like, I honestly like the way that it is now. The only thing that, like, just, you know, making the insides better, like, run faster, whatever. And also, like, wireless charging. That's something that They're I really want. They're supposed to be want. doing that as well. Yeah. Which I would really love. Just, like, something I can just lay my phone on. Exactly. Like, I'm here for that. But, like, I don't need them to... I'm I'm actually really mad now that they moved the headphone jack. Because, like... It's finally bugging you. It's finally bugging me. Because you don't want to spend money on a new pair of headphones when we already had the pair of, like, $100 headphones. And I know, like, I can use, like, their headphones that they provided with the phone. But, like, I always forget them. Like, yeah. I don't have them because I am using my regular headphones that plug into literally every other device. Well, you use, like, your nice over-ear ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have those at work. Like the, the ones that they time. give you are like when you're, I don't know, in your house and you're walking around and you're on the phone. <laughs> yeah. No, they want you to buy fucking, like, they're probably going to like, yo, I know what's going to happen. They're going to like do wireless charging and then they're just going to be like, just remove the lightning port and be like AirPods and wireless charging. Okay. But how would you plug in your 
phone to your computer to back it up or to update it. Like Bluetooth. Or anything. Oh, but that would take more time. But I guarantee I like you, they want it to probably just be like a solid block with that you never no need to plug in. with no plugs, no buttons. Like you're never gonna get away from a fucking speaker on it, because like, duh. Yeah. But like, that's it. That's like all they want to have on here. Interesting. I hate that. Well, I was thinking like with the whole facial recognition shit. It's like back in the day, our parents used to be like, "Don't put your full name on the internet. Don't put your face my on face, the internet." My Facebook. Well, I couldn't have my face as the profile picture for the longest time. I wasn't allowed to make a MySpace. Yeah. But I was, like, I had, like, on certain internet, like, forums and, like, groups and stuff that I was involved in, like, people would use, like, fake names, you know? Or, like, you were just, like... That's how screen names and usernames, like, first came about. because when we were all on AOL Instant Messenger, we were coming up it with, like, a stupid shit. It wasn't going to be, like, R. Whitehurst, you know? It was going to be, That's like, where Hub Glacier was born. Bitch, pretty... Penguin 22? <laughs> You know, and it's not wrong. <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, now we we literally have Apple probably has a database of all of our fucking fingerprints. God damn it. If like, we learned anything from what the- does that mean? And we did it because we're like, it's easier to buy fucking in-app purchases, bitch. <laughs> like, and between like my phone just like buy, can like maybe buy things with my face or my fingerprint to like the Amazon Go where I'm just going to like walk in and walk out like consumerism man it's here and like i'm just buying things left and right i don't even really use it i don't make a lot of in-app purchases i went through that phase and now i'm like over it because i'm just trying to spend my money on things that aren't like stupid phone games anymore you know what i mean like even if a level is frustrating bitch i'm playing solitaire right now that's my game on my Mm -hmm. phone that i've been playing i like to buy the games that are like you know you buy it up front like a regular game and then yeah, you just have like it Monument Valley. now like so many games and apps and everything are like subscriptions which is even worse I than like fucking I don't pay to... monthly you're kidding me i like... have apple music netflix those are the two things that i pay for monthly i got youtube red's free trial just so i could watch Gigi gorgeous's fucking documentary which was great by the way <laughs> and i will absolutely be canceling my fucking subscription because even though i love how convenient it is that i can watch a youtube video that i might not need to like look at like if it's a q a or like you know a live stream or something yeah and i can be on twitter but hear the person i'm listening to like in the background that's great and i should not have to pay ten dollars for that that's like so fucked up that they like like or actually no i think it's 12.99 it's so fucked up you can tell that youtube like they didn't have just i'm sorry a- but none of those youtube red originals are good enough for me to spend 12.99 <laughs> a fucking month that's more than netflix like come on no <laughs> Sorry. But they they were like, when they were planning this, they are like, we don't have enough justification for this price. So we're going to hold back features so yeah. that way we can add them to this. Like, that's so fucked up. Shit, that just reminded me. Like, my whole point of bringing up PewDiePie was like, of course you're going to lose your YouTube Red original and your fucking contract with Disney if you say anti-Semitic things, joke or not. Like, that's not a shock. You risked a lot doing that. You risked, <laughs> you know what like, I mean? 100 people's jobs. Yeah, and then people were like, oh, well, aren't you upset that those people, like, lost the job? And it's like, yeah, he should be apologizing to them because he just fucked them over. That was his fault. It was a fucking gamble, and, like, if he should have thought about it not more. not that joke, they would all still be working on that project. That sucks for them. It's different if he would have just lost his contract, but the fact that it affects other people's livelihoods is, like, what is an extra layer of, like, he should have thought more about this. Yeah. So overall, be, I don't know, be, don't be doing that. <laughs> it's not a good business move, like, at all. Also, 
just not good ethically. And it's Apple, fine. don't fucking have a data bath. Data bath. Data bath, <laughs> data I mean, bath of my fucking face. Am I going to use the facial recognition software when it comes out if I have that phone? Absolutely. <laughs> it's just like I think about it and I'm like, I have gone so far into trusting the internet now. But it's like, it's only getting worse. It's like, really not trustworthy. It at is all. definitely fucking, like, has to be fact that it's listening at all times, especially Facebook. Facebook, I think, is really. Facebook f- fucking is listening. Facebook is <laughs> fucked up. Like, I really think Facebook is, like, really shady. I because they want to get rid of it, but I have that <clears throat> fan page kind of thing that also yeah, adds to my Instagram. The only reason I like having Facebook is that, like, logging into other things. That's oh, what I like to have. But that's for. also something I'm like, that's. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good at all. They have access to, like, <clears throat> most of the activity I do on the internet. Yeah. Even though I went in my settings and I did all the thing where it's, like, they can't tailor ads to, like, my browser history and all these yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah. Like, there's so many things. It, if you have, if you have like, 30 minutes, because it'll take you 30 minutes to figure out where the fuck this shit is... <laughs> Do it, because you should look through your privacy and advertising settings. And when you go on Facebook on the app, it shows you what keywords they think fits you. Wow. And, like, it, t- it, it knows your political party and shit. Like, it's Well, crazy. I mean, if you input that on, like, your fucking stats page. I don't like... think I have that online. Because I, I definitely, like, have very little information now. I just mostly have, like, what schools I I mean, went I'm going to gonna assume they judge that off of, like, what news networks you share and stuff. See, even right now, I'm trying desperately to figure out where the fuck to go <laughs> so that I can look at these privacy settings. Because I think they're really interesting, like, what it labels you as for different ads. I think now we're just, like, at the point where, like, they try to add, like, a lot of features to, like, different things. But they're so fucking pointless. Yeah. Like... With the new iOS, like, when they did the, like, raise to wake thing, where, uh, like, yeah. when you pick it up, and then, it, like, the screen turns on, like... I don't have that turned on, because I feel like it would eat my battery. Yeah, I don't need that to, like, eat away at my battery. And also, like, the... On the screen, when it was, like, 3D or whatever, you know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah, where the background kind of, <clears throat> like, could move. Yeah, yeah, I have that off, too. Yeah. That's lame. Did okay. you find it yet? <laughs> yeah, add... If you go to, like, your Facebook settings to find... I don't know how to find them. And then ads, <laughs> it shows you in there. So it says, your information oh my god what is happening the layers are so your, deep <laughs> your categories okay so oh, shit. console gamer like how does it know how does it know <laughs> okay oh my god away from hometown whoa well i mean it could probably tell that from like your location i know like, but that's like a weird thing to advertise to specifically me about you know what i mean like that's wild. so what are they gonna pull like ads like go home for the holidays like yeah millennials oh my god oh. gmail users u.s politics very liberal <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly too true and like there's not that much crazy shit because i already had gone through here and like deleted things that i didn't want them to advertise to me because of like i forget exactly what they were Oh my god, it knows... Alright, so on Facebook, I have, like, interested men and women, but it's always been... Only me can see that since, like, forever, before I was, like, out. And that's apparently something that it uses to advertise to me, too, even though that's not public. That's wild. That's really weird. Right now, all my ads on Facebook have just been squatty potties. (laughs) Like, that's that's all it's been. (laughs) And then it shows you what advertisers, like, you've clicked on and stuff like that. This is too deep. I can tell you, they probably have, like, a hundred-person team that is dedicated to, like, figuring out this shit. Yeah. It's crazy. (sighs) It's it's a lot. 
I mean, when they've got a billion people, like one seventh of the world's population on their fucking platform, you know, they got some. They, they they've got some, some science behind like, it. I can only imagine the amount of information they know, like about people, like in general, and how they could do like a whole table of information, like a huge census of like the population and what we like and what we what our clicking habits are and all these yeah. things. Like someone's gonna write a big dossier about that shit. Oh my god. But you'd have to, like, I guess, allow that to be, like, allow your information to be part of that research. Because, like, you could probably That'd find out. That would be like breaking lot. some major NDAs. <laughs> yeah, like, that would not happen. That's well, not. I don't know. Someone out there has the info, though. The Edward stay quiet. The Edward Snowden of the fucking Facebook world. Like, yeah. Who's that going to be? I mean, it's kind of Edward it's Arnie Snowden Hammer. because he, he. Oh my god. Please stop. That movie, a twist on an old classic. Alright, well I guess we should go to some questions. Yeah. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of Coffee with Critchell is brought to you by BioClarity. So Chris, what is BioClarity? Well, BioClarity is a three-step face washing and protective system. Skincare system? Yeah, skincare system to help you get clear skin. And I gotta say... I fucking need that right now. Yeah, for real. But like, we've tried this for months and it fucking works. Like, it is really good. It's Chris go to I borrow the salicylic acid treatment which is the second step because whenever I get a zit it works really well as a spot treatment yeah and I just got a zit right now and I'm like my birthday is this week I do not need this (laughs) well just put some of that stuff on it I'm sure it'll be gone by the end hopefully so yeah they've got the cleanser which got green tea cucumber and chamomile in it and then you have the second step which is the salicylic acid treatment it has like 2% salicylic acid in it so she it's strong and then the last step is like a restoration kind of step and it's got chlorophyll and it's in green it, and it which, helps with redness yeah and it just is fun to put on because it's a green and it like you can see it canceling out your redness with the green <laughs> so we wouldn't leave you guys hanging without a special deal so if you go to bioclarity.com and use the code coffee c-o-f-f-e-e you'll get your first month for 9.95 plus free shipping and that's a 20 dollars savings and you get a 100 percent risk-free money back guarantee with that as well So again, just go to bioclarity.com and use code COFFEE. All right, so we'll get the first questions, as always, from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel. All you binges out there. How you guys doing? Hey. Hey, how are you? My coffee's cold and I'm upset. Oh, no. Oh my god, you're both have the rip to all the cold coffee cups that have... That, yeah, apparently hella relatable. Also, what does it mean if a mole is like a little dry? <laughs> what is happening over here? I just like, I have this one mole like on my neck and like, I don't know. I feel like she's changing and I don't go out in the sun enough for that to be true. Animorphs over here. Like, yeah. what is happening? I'm evolving. Anyway, first question from Camelia who said, I'd love some advice on not feeling anxious every time someone from my family or work ask me why I'm vegan because I know no matter what my answer is they will always argue back my go to answer now is a fidgety I don't know before changing the subject oh my god (laughs) I mean honestly that's their own fucking like if they're like if you're just gonna be like I'm vegan because A, B, Animals, B, the environment C, food, health choices, whatever like if they're gonna like try and argue it back they're just like being really insecure about like their choices like why can't if you can just be like okay with it then like i feel like if you're gonna like try and argue back automatically without with no 
You know Before I mean? we went on this plant di- plant based this, this plant this based <laughs> diet, like if someone told me they were vegan, I wasn't like, oh my god, that sucks. Yo, cheese. Remember, you shouldn't like, fucking do that because meat, cheese. Blah, I'd be blah, like, blah, okay, blah. let's hope this restaurant has a vegan option, or like, yeah. let's check the menu. Be like, like cool. I wasn't ever a dick. You do you? It's, it's the same thing as like a dietary restriction, bitch. I don't, yeah, you don't so know amazing. if they're vegan because of a dietary restriction that's or me. anything. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, what I do now is, like, I mostly say, like, well, I found out I was lactose intolerant, and most non-dairy food is already vegan, so it just worked out, and also it's bad for the environment. And, yeah, my go-to is the environment. You know, like, if you get upset about that, because automatically you think that's, like, me trying to come at you for, like, not being respectful of the environment by eating meat, it's like... I'm sorry that you're projecting your own guilt about that onto me. Because yeah, I'm right? not meaning any... I'm just doing what I can. I know that not everybody can do this. And if you have the means, then, I mean, go for it. But, like, you don't have to. <laughs> but, like, I'm not trying to press on anybody's buttons, you know? My go-to is just the fucking environment one. <laughs> yeah, because I just feel like it's easier to explain because everybody can be like, all right. <laughs> yeah. But cheese... I mean, yes, I miss cheese, too. I know. It sucks. <laughs> like, I miss real bagels and locks, man, you know? But mm-hmm. you do what you gotta do. And the next question kind of ties into that. It's, do we have any recommendations for healthy munchies? I smoke to help with my anxiety, but have three <laughs> bowls of pasta every time. It's not sustainable. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> um, okay, well, it's my honest munchie food is cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> Or just pickles. water because you're so dry. It's just like greenish water. I just like, like. a nice crunchy water. <laughs> like that's what I'm eating. You know, um, I usually will make myself like a big ass salad too if I have like everything already pre chopped up. Otherwise, I spend three hours chopping up food. <laughs> yeah. That's something that I do when I'm high a lot. It's probably you not are good. Like gone for like that an one hour. photo of me <laughs> chopping up Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I was trying to make one sheet of roasted Brussels sprouts one time, and it took me like three hours to just cut them up because every time a leaf would fall off, I would get so distressed, and I would just kept peeling the leaves. <laughs> Don't do that. But another food, pretzels. Try to avoid chopping. Yeah, you know, try to that's... avoid using your kitchen, I would say. Um, I like pretzels, and I like cucumbers, and sometimes hummus involved in any of those things. My go-to for, like, any time of day when I'm hungry is peanut butter toast. Like, I could eat that, like, forever and not get sick of it. I I usually just eat the leftovers in my fridge, which probably isn't the best, but... And you know, that's... We're here. It's how she rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Chips and salsa, also a good good time. Just salt and vinegar chips, but not too much. (laughs) Because I have to go downstairs to get them, so it's like, it pushes me, you know? That's that's a a tough choice. Yeah. Alright, next question is, Dear Chris and Rachel, I would love to know more about smoking. Rachel, does it help with anxiety? What is your favorite method of smoking, indica or sativa? Any tips? Um, once again, I do not condone or endorse this, especially in non-legal states. Yes. <laughs> and it's exactly. not going to work for everyone. Um, but Speak yeah. Speak to your medical professionals. Yeah, like, talk to doctors. Um, but, I mean, for me, it helps with my anxiety. And, I, and lately, I've been smoking a lot less. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's just been probably the art and crafting thing that I've been doing. It's just been enough to relax me where I don't feel like I need that as well. Yeah. Um, which has been nice because it's obviously going to save me money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it, for me, like if I'm just in a particularly stressed out state or I get nauseous from my anxiety a lot, that's like 
my biggest, I would say, the most annoying part of my anxiety is the amount of like stomach disruptions, yeah. faux vomiting that happens. <laughs> a lot of that. So yeah, yeah. smoking helps with the nausea, of course. And also I help it helps really well with my cramps and migraines that I get. So like overall she's just she's using it. It's the multi multi. Multi. <laughs> it's the multi purpose. You know, I think it's like a, like I personally believe that it's a good like benefit or like a good alternative to a lot of other Can it be misused obviously like am i perfect am i always smoking because i'm anxious absolutely not sometimes i just want to play mario kart like i have moods exactly but But i think that like it's a natural tree you know what i mean i feel like it's more natural than some other like like using it for headache instead of like taking ibuprofen my liver is obviously gonna go because of all the ibuprofen i took as a kid (laughs) because i would get headaches all the time and i would talk to my doctor and i would like obsess over it and he would just be like there's nothing wrong with you you're just getting tension headaches you know it's whatever i mean it could have been your anxiety fucking like i honestly think the headaches i mean i know why they get caused sometimes usually it's because i didn't eat enough or i like have enough water but like screens yeah yeah, screens too like those are the worst headaches because then you're like like, usually at that point, your eyes hurt so bad that you can't even, like, do a task that doesn't require looking at a screen, like Cause reading. My, yeah, my next thing would be, all right, book. Or painting, yeah. yeah. Like, I can't eat, or Scrabble. So then it's, <laughs> <go-tos>. like, <laughs> uh, fucking eye mask and a podcast. Like, yeah, that's what like it comes that's, I pretty to. much have to put that cold bean on my face, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I was talking about Lyle's paw. Um, and I guess in terms of strain, like I, I go for a hybrid strain because I don't want to be knocked out cause I don't have a lot of like pain. I know like a lot of people with like chronic pain will use more indica strains because it's like more of a pain relief thing, yeah. but I'm trying not to go to sleep because my thing is I'm either not sleeping or I'm oversleeping. So I try not to do that. So I go for somewhere in the middle. You kind of um, go more sativa dominant. Yeah. But, but like... straight sativa for me can sometimes increase my anxiety and make my heart rate too heart rate, heart rate too fast yeah it's racing just thinking about it (laughs) so i try not to do that because i've had some strains before that have like just given me like a panic attack and then i've had to like return them and then that's just like yeah yeah but and a bowl oh yeah i just use a pipe i have a little octopus because i feel like anything bigger than that is too much of a pain in the ass for me to clean and i'm that person that like has to keep their piece like super clean because i'm that's how my apartment is yeah i'm just annoying like i'm not the ideal smoker (laughs) i just i'm not messy at all like i'm really Mm -hmm. gross and i like i make my apartment like you would never know what happened in here and everything like that like i just i hate i hate everything else about it (laughs) you know what i mean but like if i have a migraine bitch it's gonna be happening it's helping all right, so the next question is going to be from our email, and it's titled Creating Your Own Happiness? Question mark. Oh, God, I can already tell where it's going. <laughs> it says, hello, Chris and Rachel and the royal chunks. <laughs> they true. are definitely regal. I wanted to send this along to get your opinion on something that I've been seeing everywhere recently, and that is the idea that we can just, quote, unquote, be happy, and that we can, quote, unquote, create our own happiness from positive vibes only. Now, I'm all for positive thinking and trying to be on the bright side of bad situations, but as someone who has lived with fluctuating depression over a decade now, I find it incredibly frustrating. All I see all over my social media is this kind of sentiment, and it makes me feel like such a failure for not being able to create my own happiness. It makes me feel like such a failure for having bad days and not being able to get out of bed and not being able to coconut oil and lemon water my way through the bad times. (laughs) I absolutely absolutely do not mean this as an attack on anybody i just wanted to know if this is something you struggled with or had any experience with absolutely yeah (laughs) like 
it is something that frustrates me too. And it's like, you're right. There was a time when I was dealing with my anxiety and I was a very like angry, bitter person. And I was just kind of like, well, the world sucks. Everything sucks. I got dealt a really shitty hand with my family and I was just like an angry, hot mess. And you'll remember that as the rant video days. (laughs) (laughs) Slash like first, I don't know, three years. Um, And then I grew the fuck up and I realized that, you know, I was only making myself unlikable to many people and also I didn't even like myself. I just was a mess. And so I made a big change in my life or strides. It didn't happen like overnight, but I I strive to be a more uplifting and positive person and not engage in negativity, drop, you know, toxic situations, friends, etc. And I was just trying to really... Yeah, you saw that reflected in your channel, like the whole change that you made. And I just, I, I, I tried, but like every day it's not going to be like sunshine and rainbows and like only positive thoughts because I do have depression and PTSD that puts a lot of negative spins on you this could be classic like, we call life. <laughs> so. You could be like personally wanting that all you want, but like sometimes it's just not going to happen because that depression's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Like today, for example... I had a really good day yesterday. It was Chris's day off. We spent the whole day, like, reading Harry Potter and just spending time with each other. And I had a great day, mister. And, like, (laughs) I woke up today feeling like I was gonna die. I have no idea what caused it. I slept, like, the better part of the afternoon away. And I felt really miserable about it because I was, like, frustrated because I had things that I wanted to get done today that I just didn't get done because I wasn't feeling myself. And I was honestly, frankly, upset because I thought I wasn't gonna get in high enough spirits for the podcast but i managed to like get my shit together and here we are and like on those days sometimes i want to tweet about it like sometimes i want to talk about like like how frustrating it can be to like have things that you want to get done and have no real indicator that's making you feel a certain way and then you just have like one of those trash days where you can't do shit and you have the entire internet telling you that you're failing at life because you're not thinking positively enough and I think it's really hard because like there's only so much positive thinking can do when you have a fucking chemical imbalance or past historical upsets that have gotten you to this point so I think it's a little fucked up and honestly, it's a little immature in thinking, in my opinion. And I think, you know, it's just... I think that, like, there even outside of just, like, you know, having a good day or a bad day, whatever, that, like, we put a lot of pressure on, like, the individual person in a lot of different scenarios to, like, make the biggest change and, like, be the happiest and, like, all of the responsibility is on... You, it's like guilting you for having feelings. Like my therapist gets so frustrated at me when sometimes I take that shit into my sessions and I say like something upset me and I'm like, but you know, I shouldn't be thinking that negatively about it. And she'll be like, she'll look at me like I'm crazy. And she'll be like, well, of course you're going to have these negative feelings. Like you're in a, you're a person that has emotions and you have to experience them. And I've learned that most of this like quote unquote positive thinking is honestly just repressing. And like when I do that, when I'm like, I'm going to ignore all of my problems and I'm just going to live, you know, freely and do my thing. And then usually I have a really bad episode that follows that because I spent my time 
not actually experiencing the emotions that I needed to fucking, like, flesh out. I think you need to have, like, I know that, like, depression and stuff, like, really enhances the, like... Negative, intrusive feelings. And, like, the number of times that you experience them. But, like, overall, even with somebody that's not experiencing depression, like, you need to have those experiences, those days where you're not having a good day, where you're really upset about something or whatever, because, like, that... Is normal. That's normal, and it makes the other days, like... Shine brighter. Yeah, exactly. Like, not to be cliche and all that fucking bullshit, but, like, it's fucking true. Like, you can't just be, like... Like, you don't want to be me in 2011. Absolutely not. Like, I'm not saying that, like... I, I get it, because a lot of the positive positive vibes bullshit is, like... Because they see so many people on Twitter, like, just constantly complaining and whining and, like, just being really negative. And, like, I don't want to be that person either. But, like, you can't always be, like, at an A-plus as well. Like... Yeah. And I think it's it, it does, like, frustrate people that are dealing with mental health stuff to, like, see all these people that are, like, I was depressed for two weeks and I used a coconut oil and shoved it up my ass and now I'm cured. And, like, I don't... I'm not here for that. Like, <laughs> really, I just really am not, okay? Because, like, it, it can be a steady process and there is nothing wrong with experiencing the negative feelings, thinking about them critically. I think that's what a lot of people forget to fucking do. And, like, even your own past mistakes, like, you got to think about the mistakes you've made, acknowledge them, and then let them go. It's not just, like, overnight. Yeah, you don't just, like, okay, well, fuck that shit, I'm out of here. You, gotta, you can't like, just be like, that was bad, it's gone. Like, you have to learn you're gonna have about to learn. yourself. Like, I feel like, especially since you started going to therapy regularly, you've, like, learned so much about yourself. And I, ta- I take so much... Like, that's the ultimate self-care for me because I'm spending so much time dedicating to figuring out why I'm feeling certain ways, why I'm acting out on certain things and correcting them. And not everybody is putting in that amount of work on themselves. I I think think that that is more productive than sucking a crystal's dick. Okay? Like, I'm sorry. And, like, it's fine if you find comfort in those things and, like, they can be part of, like, helping you maintain a more positive outlook. And that is totally fine. But, like, for some people, it's not going to work, and it's not a failure for you to have a bad day and be negative or experience a negative emotion. Like, that's just life, bitch, and you're an adult. Yeah. That's what I got to say. And it's not fucking, like, narcissism to be, like, like, spending a lot of time, like, thinking about, like, yourself and where you've been and, like, your fucking journey and everything. Like, Well, no, because that's going to reflect in the people around me, like... I was probably not the most wonderful person, girlfriend to be around when I wasn't, you know, taking the time to work on myself. And now I feel like I'm a better person. I'm a better friend. I'm hopefully a better partner. And like, that's what happens when you actually look inward and change things instead of just suppressing them. Yeah. But, you know, I get it. We're, we all have different ways of figuring out like how to deal with different things. And that is totally valid too. Medium and, you know, you don't have to be feeling bad. I'm just you've here had to say, day. like, if you're having a bad day and then you go on Twitter and somebody is basically implying that, like, that's your fault because you thought about a negative thought, so obviously you're trash. Start thinking about happiness, bitch. You're allowed to have those bad thoughts and then you're allowed to have your good thoughts and you're just allowed to live your life and be a normal human. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's just life. <laughs> this next question is from our Twitter using hashtag Coffee with Rachel and it says, Should I buy Life is Strange on sale on Steam for $5? Help a girl make a decision. Because yes. that's on sale right now. And absolutely. If you have $5 and a vessel to play it on, do it. That thing is on like every fucking device too. So like... Can you play it on your phone? 
I feel like you can, but Shut I'm not up. sure. I don't know. Really? Just gonna... Oh my god, that was a topic that I wanted to talk about. Emulators for old games that you would kill to play again. Because I tweeted, I really want to play Carmen Sandiego, the 98 Windows version. Yeah. And I know that there's emulators that exist that mm-hmm. you can like hook up to your computer. I'm, I'm assuming you have to have a PC. Yeah, PC is most like easiest to do that kind of shit on. Macs yeah. are like too hard to figure out. But is there any game that you no longer have access to being able to play that you would kill to play again? That for me it would be where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. Oh fuck. Well, I mean like I wasn't that big ever on, like, computer games. CD-ROM per- games? Not really, because, like, I started getting into console games, like, really, really young. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like, we I had like... Like, I had a game... Like, I had the original Game Boy, like, I had... The big chunk. Yeah, that big chunk. Like, and I was on that, like, from a very young age, and then I had, like, the original PlayStation and all that shit. So, I wasn't on my computer as much. My parents were very anti-video game, so I only had my computer that we all shared. So, like, that was the only way that I could play games, Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't think they realized that I would be able to do that, you know? I mean, I can always go back for a nice Oregon Trail. Ugh. Being in fucking computer class and just killing all of your (laughs) friends around you. Macaroni. Here lies macaroni and cheese, like... Yeah. That's what I'm here for. That was a... Well, I had that one that I've talked about before where it was, like, eight discs and it had, like, real actors playing. Oh, my God. That was really fun. I would also love to play, um, what was it? Zoo Tycoon, like, the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Maybe you probably still could play that. Also, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I don't know if you can play that as well. I feel like that's, like, an original PlayStation thing. Like, yeah. I know, like, when I go to Pennsylvania sometime in the next decade, I don't know when that's happening. Like, I'm <laughs> It's gonna grab- happen at some point. I'm grabbing, like, every video game thing I've ever had. Like, I'm gonna get my original PlayStation, and I feel like I have Pro Skater 3. Uh Yeah, I know. But you can probably, but- probably find it. I was watching, like, YouTube videos of it on fucking YouTube. <laughs> Oh my god, wow, wow really shock. The, son- Odd video. <laughs> the soundtrack to that game is like the early 2000s dream. And like skating was so popular at that time. Yeah, fucking Christ. Everyone was wearing those beefy shoes. Um, that was me, and I wasn't a skater. So. Oh my god, I never understood, like, wouldn't they fall off? I mean, I actually laced mine. Like, that oh, was the, the style was like to like have them really loose, but I laced. The mine. style was like straight across yeah. and like falling apart. The tongue of the shoe was so beefy. Yeah, they were like the chunkiest shoes. Yeah, I feel like like really chunky footwear was very in at that point. Like we were wearing UGG boots. Yeah, and we had the beefy skate shoes, moccasins, those clog shoes that every girl had that like were like suede and like cork yeah you know what i'm talking talking about about, yeah they were the most comfortable fucking shoes ever (sighs) fuck no matter what though back to the games like i like i guess you know i want like another nintendo 64 but you know i could do with an emulator i guess but it's still the worst decision of my life selling that that's what i want the most like i know to have back (sighs) fuck pokemon stadium also, there was this CD-ROM that I had oh called Games for Girls, <laughs> but it was, like, really challenging puzzle-type games, and some of them were, like, educational as well, and I just lived for it. There was this yeah. one game, and I, I wish that I could play that again, because I was too stupid to fucking understand the puzzles back then, and yeah. I would love to be able to beat them now, because there was this one that I could never fucking beat. 
it's interesting to go back to like games that you thought were like really really hard and see if they're still hard like nancy drew i still can fucking play it on master smooth i gotta play it on amateur still because fuck (laughs) we're trying really hard not to use like a wiki but like i still need a task list like i'm sorry i don't know how people play that game without a task list that's too much. Like, if, can you, like, actually, like, apply to be a real detective after playing that game on Master? Because, like, I feel you should be able to. I feel like I should be the voice of Nancy now. Oh, my God. I mean, they're here, so why not? I, they it? are here. Like, I would love to work there. Like, I don't know what I... If I could run their fucking social media, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yo, that would be great. I'm gonna apply. You should apply for that. They're probably Yo, have, like, interactive. filled already. Because <laughs> they're high... Popular game. <laughs> High popular. High popular. That's the most popular. All right. Fuck. Anyway, play Life is Strange, bitch. <laughs> yeah, please get that. Wow, how did we get here? I don't know. All right, and the last question is going to be, I'm wondering how you deal when you really need to get things out, but you can't get to therapy for a few more days or even weeks. So, oh. I mean, you got some experience. Oh, I, I just you, did that. you just came off of like a whole fucking month. <laughs> so, her recommendation was to write it down in a journal, which I was doing when she was gone. And I think I'm going to continue to do. Yeah. Because I go weekly. So, yeah, there are days where I'm like, I should really write this down, like dreams and stuff like that, that I want to talk about. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would highly recommend writing them down, even if it's just like on a notepad on your phone. Be Stefan um, Salvatore, have a whole bunch of diaries. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm going to become the vampire diaries. That's <laughs> fine. Um, but also, like, if you, you know, can flesh it out with a friend that you feel comfortable talking to. Like, I mean, I, I'm a phone bench. I spend most of my weekdays, like, having at least a two-hour conversation with one of my friends, <laughs> like, at some point. And I just love being able to, like, flesh out something, especially my friends that are long distance that I don't get to see all the time because, like, I feel like... You know, they're not there to have, like, the in-person always, I don't know, like, they're unbiased in a way. Like, it's good to get, like, a new set of ears on a situation. Yeah. Um, you all have that friend that you, like, pop in for, like, every week or so and, like, catch up and then it's like, all right, see you next week, yeah. you know? So, I mean, not that, like, your friend should be your therapist or anything no, like that. No, 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 that's no. a big thing to do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would recommend just writing it down, honestly. It really does help, especially when it's just something that you want to remember to bring up. Because there will be so many weeks where I'm like, oh, that's definitely something I should talk about. And then I totally forget because I'll be in a different mood when I'm in the room that day. Yeah. And I'll be talking about something that, like, just happened Instead of having something it, that I thought about earlier. Yeah, having it down is like makes it more finite of a thing instead of it just like a fleeting mem like a like yeah. thought right now and it could go away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going through this, but I would probably say writing. I do that in my day to day life. I can only it, imagine if you were doing that, you would absolutely be writing. Oh my lists. god, I would have so many lists. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck. All right, well, I guess that wraps it up for this fucking episode of Coffee with Crachel. Yeah. Uh, let's go watch some more uh, who wants to be a millionaire honestly, honestly. <laughs> all right we'll see you guys on thursday bye bye so benches because we were talking about warmer weather and me and chris have just been like talking every day like we're gonna get hiking boots soon <laughs> like yeah. we're like just ready for spring yeah we're gonna take all of you guys camping Ooh. yeah all right why don't you start it off bench all right nicole dowling is down to their last marshmallow Kim Boiver or Boiver, let us know, is very excited to go camping for the first time. Shannon Shires is not excited to use the camp showers. Alicia McKee is keeping all their food locked up and away from raccoons. Kimberly Proza is a pro tent builder. Sammy Jessam is gesturing to a bear. <laughs> Sarah Booth is booing their neighbor's shitty tent. Megan Rackley is hanging their poncho on a rack in the camper. 
Kate Confrey is converting their camper into a home away from home. Taylor Collins is adding a lure to their fishing line. I don't know what that is, but Emma, fish, fish. <laughs> Emma Corbeil forgot their iPhone charging cord. Heather Ann overpacked because they anticipated everything that could go wrong. That's me. Sloane Fuller is full after eating so many s'mores. Angelica Feliz felt some water drip on them from inside the tent. Alana Barbosa's dog won't stop barking and is waking the neighbors. Lutzi can't see anything in the woods at night. Taylor Mays may leave early because they're bored. Bailey Lynn might bail early with Taylor. <laughs> Megan Ashley is pouring some water over the ashes of the fire. Cody Castillo is casting a fish pole into the lake. Shay Olario doesn't think the shape of their tent is correct. Emily Tormey hopes no bad storms roll in. Sonia Vazbrun got bruised after tripping on a rock. Also me. Taylor Hancock can't handle all the bugs. <laughs> Sabrina Hughes is enjoying the hues of the setting sun. Fiona is feeding ducks at a nearby lake. Stephanie Oliver is stuffing their cooler with beers. Talia Miller really hopes the beers are Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> hate it. Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross is grossed out by all the mud. Juanita Cara is sleeping in their car under the stars. Annie Wynn doesn't think camping in winter was such a good idea. Cassandra Lee would rather be on a warm, sandy beach. Emma Nigren is sharing a spooky ghost story at night. Courtney Hall doesn't like the Halloween ghost stories while camping. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Becca Jansen is beckoning for their friends because they're lost from their campsite. Angela Sue is making warm soup. Michelle North is wearing their rain shell 24-7. Aaron Bray is braving the cold night to go to the bathroom. Jada Goshi is going all out on their camping trip with a huge camper. My Elizabeth just wants a warm bath after falling in the mud. Ishbel Mendez just heard a menacing bell in the middle of the night. I don't like that. <laughs> Melanie Weldon is a seasoned pro and is handling the rain fairly well. Margarita brought margarita mix to have some fun. <laughs> Avery Labelson doesn't label any of their supplies. Daisy Blossom Dottie has bright red dots on their leg from Poison Ivy. Yo, I ha have you ever had Poison Ivy, though? No, I have not. It's the fucking worst, I, okay? I don't want to experience yeah, it. Yeah, now we're living in a city. It's not bad. <laughs> Uh, Chloe Archer can't close the zipper on their tent. Anthony Hood is pulling up their hood before heading out in the rain. Mariah Hanna is handing out snacks to everyone on the campground. Liz Holbrook is washing some pans in the nearby brook. Jennifer Habgood is not very good at roasting marshmallows. Madison Greer loves being in the greenery of the forest. Madison Wolf really hopes there's no wolves. Megan McNally is keeping a tally of how many spiders they find. Fuck you, Megan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Skylar Medley is watching the stars in the night sky. Megan Preyas is praying that no bears will come by. Corey Springfield is camping in an open field because the woods are scary. Ilka is starting to feel ill after eating a berry from the woods. The missing berry. <laughs> Jack's Dora Who is wondering who is setting off fireworks in a forest. Nicole Allen is under three blankets, but is still cold. Courtney White roasts their marshmallows until they're no longer white. Isn't that just roasting? <laughs> <laughs> Bridget Carey Davis is carrying their supplies back to their house because fuck camping. <laughs> Jennifer Cornwell has decorations for their camper like a welcome mat. Very nice. Sophia Cock has a fancy camper with a sofa and shower. Ash Rosell is watching embers rise from the fire. <laughs> Fox the Phoenix. Okay. Jackie Burkhart is hard at work building their campsite. Beth Fonseca is not fond of the smell of citronella. I actually quite find it comforting. It's pretty nice. It's quite... I just know that the mosquitoes aren't coming by. Jackie Bergiulio's jacket is covered in burrs. 
Christina Contreras has all the fancy contraptions that make camping a breeze. Catherine Simpson opts for a simpler approach. Ian Murphy is the Sasquatch murkily hiding in the shadows. Ian always being murky. Kendall Berg burnt their shoes on some hot embers. Allie McGregor thinks the beauty of nature is so gorgeous. Chloe Ireland is the master of starting campfires. Megan Grilly is grilling burgers on Chloe's fire. And Taco Roach is roasting hot dogs on her fire as well. Wow, connections. Haley Cat. Walter is camping in a hailstorm. Not a good choice. Camellia Malky is making a meal out of marshmallows. Maddie Pullman just snapped a support pole in their tent. Amanda Pete is walking in bare feet because a raccoon stole their shoes. Oh my god. Cody Robinson is the raccoon that robbed Amanda's shoes. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is wailing because they can't start a fire. Allison Francoy is watching the sunlight streak through the leaves. Lauren Chavon is having a great time because they rented the nicest camper. Dana Daly is somehow making danishes on a campfire. Megan Wilson pitched their tent under a weeping willow. Claire Wood is looking for any good pieces of wood. Anna Hernandez is a photographer hunting some of the animals to take pictures of. Jenna Gordonier is staying near the fire at all times. Sarah is scared of every noise that comes out of the woods. Flynn and Drew are draping a tarp over their campsite. Bridget Dubin is enjoying camping with the other benches. Hillary Gay loves to play games by the fire. Mackenzie Knight is throwing a midnight campfire party. And Rachel Evans is eventually going to leave their camper. Me <laughs> as hell. Alright, so the other beach bonches. You guys are, are all little lightning bugs and I'm going to put you in a mason jar. Oh, but Okay. Actually, that's unethical. Just fly. <laughs> <laughs> All We've right. got Ashley Riefenberger, Joanna Jensen, Rebecca Edmondson, Mallory, Allie Malone, Kathleen Wynn, and Rose Barnett. Thank you guys so much for going camping with us. Aww. It's a pleasure. Wouldn't that be so fun? Rachel's campground. Oh my god. <laughs> cutthroat Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it like cutthroat camp? Camp cutthroat? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was camp cutthroat. Like I think. just picture it, but it's us and it's much of alliteration. Ghost stories, like, we just talk about the Food Network. Um, <laughs> just talk about the cats. <laughs> that would be so fun though. Can we all go camping sometime? Alright, I guess we can. I think we should go camping in general at no, some point. For real here. though. Yeah. I would love I've to. I've never gone real camping, you know. Ooh. I've gone well. What was that camping place we went Kenobles. to? Kenobles. Camping. It's like fucking amusement park with a campground next to it. Like, yeah, it's like that one patch camping of field light. <laughs> next to an amusement park. You can see a roller coaster from your tent. Yes. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you guys on Thursday. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.